Talking Travel, and we're doing that today with Sally Lucas and this very special guest joining us from Albatross Tours. Stephen York is here. Stephen, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Sally. Good afternoon, David. And also to our listeners, and we'll just explain who you are. You are the uh, National Sales Manager for Albatross Tours, and if people haven't heard of you, you are a local company, an Australian company, who yeah. operates uh, tours into Europe of small groups, which is really fantastic. But what we're talking about today is something that I think is almost on everyone's bucket list anyway, a white Christmas and the sort of things that you can experience in the festive season in Europe. And I know you're an expert on this because I haven't, haven't experienced one of those, Stephen. So, haven't you? No. We, so, we might have to sort you out, Sally. You might have to sort me out by day. Yes, I, I tend to be a warm weather follower, but no, no, I think it would be wonderful. I've been to the Antarctic, so there you go. I must be uh, able to handle it. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you can. <laughs> Look, I, I did it a couple of years ago and uh, I... You know, I've been talking about it for quite some time, obviously, but um, having done it, I think it is it is absolutely something that everybody needs to experience at least once. Yes, of course, it's cold, but you know, you you the, you work the onion principle. You you dress from the uh, <laughs> yes, from the outside, the layers. from the inside out, and you just work on layers, and everything's heated. But it's it's such a wonderful experience. There's so many different things. You, I, I really, I truly believe that travelling to Europe over Christmas is close to a cultural immersion experience. You get to do what the Europeans do at Christmas and it's so very different to what we do. Oh, it, look, it's the absolutely the antithesis of what we do and to celebrate and they always celebrate more too on Christmas Eve, I believe, don't they, as their they, main they, celebration. They do indeed. So, <clears throat> excuse me, if I can just share you, uh, share with you mm. a, a little bit about what I did on, on my Christmas Eve with, uh, with my partner. We went over uh, for 2014 and we stayed in this tiny little village in Austria, in the Austrian Tyrol called Leo Gang. And uh, it tr- truly is a tiny, uh, tiny European village. Um, and the hotel that we were staying in uh, was absolutely stunning. It dates back to 1326. Wow. It's called the Kirschenwert Hotel. And on, on uh, Christmas Eve, we went for a, um, a dusk walk up the mountain or up the hill next to the, uh, next to the village yes. um, to oversee the village and the church spire, the golden church spire, which rose out of the village. And the backdrop was um, huge mountains with the sun going down behind it and, uh, mm. at dusk. Mm. And we took photos of, of the village and then we walked back into the village and we went to the barn, which was connected to the beautiful hotel that we were in. Yeah. And in there, we, we had our glue vine and our ginger biscuits. And an Austrian girl came out playing acoustic guitar and sang us ostrich traditional Austrian Christmas carols. Wow. Uh, and it was just, it was sublime. It was just such a beautiful experience. And then, of course, we went to the hotel. We had our Christmas Eve dinner. And then at 9.30, out of the top of the bell tower, which was right across the road from our hotel, um, trumpets heralded mm. the, the, the whole town to come to church. And so we went to church with the entire village of Leo Gang oh, wow. in Austrian, which, of course, we didn't understand a single word of it. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been to a small village like that recently, well, last year. And again, I was amazed. Like, some of these villages are quite small, aren't they? We, we went to one called Airwald, which only has a couple of thousand people, and it's not that far from Innsbruck. And you, it's surrounded no. by the, the mountains, which the Zugspitze, which is the highest yep. mountain in Germany. And we were just looking out our window of this typical Austrian hotel, which I can imagine how beautiful it would be in winter as well, from what you're saying too. And you would just have this incredible view of this wonderful mountain just right outside your window. It is. It's absolutely breathtaking. And, you know, this is the thing. It's, it's travelling traveling through Europe over, over Christmas period. You do get this experience within, uh, you know, within the European culture. Um, and if you're fortunate enough, you get some snow. And we woke up on Christmas Day with snow, which was just unbelievable. When you look out the window and everything's white. 
Um, yeah. you know, not that not that anybody can guarantee anything about weather. No, you can't, of course, and you, we understand that. I mean, seasons, as we all know, in our own country, are changing all the time, and you, you can't really predict anymore, can you? But no, no, it's something that we um, yeah we've got to be very careful about uh, <laughs> about explaining to people that you know really go there for the festive European experience. If you're fortunate enough to get the snow, um, then take lots of photos. But there's lots of other things you can do oh, anyway. You know, you've still got to have you know a lot of the Alps are snow clad all year round anyway, so you're still probably going to see snow even if it isn't snowing down in the villages. Yeah, look, my, my tip is always if if you really want the snow experience, then then go high. You know, yes, the you've got to go high. Yes, um, the more chance you've got of getting the snow. But of course, down low in the towns and villages, you've got all the beautiful Christmas markets as well. I know, and that's the other beautiful thing about it. And I know this is friends that we visited last year. Just to digress for a moment, they live in Munich, and Munich. You know, she sent me photos of Munich at, at oh, Christmas time. My God, it is Munich unbelievable. Is wonderful. We we were fortunate oh. enough to spend a few nights in Munich prior to um to going on our trip, and um, it was. Uh, I, I can't recommend Munich highly enough. That whole. Um, Marion Platz. Uh, oh, yeah, isn't it a beautiful of, uh, area? That... Bill is, oh. um, is lined with uh, with these little pop up glue vine stores and the pretzel stores and the the ginger nut, the ginger biscuits and mm. the um, the uh, oh, the noodles and uh, and sauerkraut. Oh, it's just yeah. And, then, <laughs> and, the, and the window displays are just phenomenal. Oh, unfortunately, they put our um, our old uh, our old. The shopping centre, Christmas place, a shame. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. But that whole old area, that central area of Munich, as you say, the Glockenspiel, etc. Mm. It, it's a beautiful city, and you know, it's it's so close. You know, to get down into Austria, etc. From that part, from that Bavarian part of Germany, it's it's easily accessible for you to do quite a bit in that southern part of oh, Germany ab- into Austria. Absolutely, and of course, yeah. the train network is so so wonderful. We, we actually caught the train from Munich to Vienna, and um, and it's so fast, and yeah. You know, I think we were there in about two hours, two and a half hours. Wonderful. Now, we could talk on and wax lyrical for hours as well, but we're just going to have to take a break and we'll come back with more with Stephen and I think he might tell us a little bit more about some little exciting things we can do in the snow season and we'll talk more about markets. Special guest, National Sales Manager of Albatross Tours, Stephen York. Stephen, welcome back. I Thank think, you. I think this time we can maybe even talk about, we've just only been talking about Austria, haven't we, a little bit of Germany, but of course there's so many other areas where you can have this wonderful festive Christmas experience or New Year. It doesn't have to be Christmas, of course. I mean, in the markets, as you said, they're mainly leading up to Christmas. So I guess you need to go prior to Christmas if you want to participate in all those wonderful markets. But like a lot of the other countries like Slovenia, you know, Switzerland, Italy, you can even stay in castles and Oh, all these wonderful destinations! There, there, is, there are so many unique experiences in Europe, and that's the beauty of Europe, really. And that's mm. why you know it's my favourite destination because each country you could, you could literally spend months in each country and still oh. not do it all. Um, but I think, I think certainly with the uh, with Australian travellers, you know, a couple of the places that are you know, sweet spots that Australians yes. are attracted to. Uh, certainly, Switzerland is is growing in popularity. Yes. Um, it is. Um, it is. You know, the, the Swiss are such a, a, a unique. Um, unique culture Um, and they have all the different languages of course but of course they have these wonderful mountains and you can do things like taking the Glacier Express train which transverses the whole of the country Mm. um, and it's such a beautiful scenic train Uh, and and, you know looking for the the Swiss chalet style of accommodation yes Uh, there are there are some gorgeous places to say like you said there's also places like 
Slovenia um, mm. and Italy. And, you know, Italy is, of course, another very sweet spot with Australian travellers. Yes, Italy is really up there, isn't it? I know a lot of people consider it now. I think that maybe it used to be France would be up as the, the favourite country of Europe. But Italy certainly very high up there as well now. Oh, the, the, the amount of interest in Italy, people, people still want to travel there. And, and the amount of Australians travelling to Italy, I think, keeps growing every year. Um, and, you know, there's some really unique experiences in Italy that, that a lot of people haven't heard about either, where you can stay in things like an Italian castle just north of Venice um, mm. to spend, you know, for your Christmas experience um, uh, in an Italian castle. It's quite quite a magnificent uh, magnificent location. Oh, be, and, of course, you're heading up then towards the Dolomites as well, aren't you, which is another That's beautiful correct. mountain range, yeah, you know, on the, mountains, on the Italian border. Mountains, so. mountains everywhere. Yeah, so you go, as you say, go higher, go north in Italy or go wherever you need to go. You yeah, know, and to, I, think, I think one of the other important messages for people travelling and, and especially considering um, touring options um, mm. is that, you know, just, just watch out for the duration of stay. You don't want to go into some of these areas and just have that one-night stop. You oh, really God, want no. to look for somewhere where you've got three, four, five, even seven nights in one place before you move on because then you can explore the region. Yes, and I, I know that. And, and I think that gets to me about Europe too, Stephen, which probably did to you maybe the first or the first or second time you went there, is... In Australia, we, we're happy to travel such long distances because that's what we have to do to get from A to B. Absolutely. And you go to Europe, and, and it's such a short distance between places, but you take so long to do it because there's so much to see and do, whereas we've there's got all these so open spaces, see. but they've yeah. got so many places to pull into, to oh, stop wow, at. There's, there's so much history there And the history, well. oh, yeah. I, I, I just love it. I'm like you. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a Francophile, though, I must admit. I still am, <laughs> and I would love to have yeah, a week. I would have to say I'm a bit fond of France as yeah, well. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to have a week in each hour on Dissimont in Paris, I reckon, at least. <laughs> well, in Paris at Christmas, of course, you've got Gallery Lafayette, so oh. you have to do your shopping, don't you? Oh, absolutely. And what a beautiful store it is anyway. I mean, it's just gorgeous. And the way, as you say, in Europe, they decorate their stores at Christmas and everything. And, you know, when you have everything all lit up, all your Christmas lights, and you say those wonderful markets, and everyone's really in holiday mode. Oh, it's, ma- it's magnificent. And the thing that I like with those markets and looking at those shops with the store windows as well is, you know, you see the faces of the little kids there, but the, mm. one of the things that I really like is that those markets are crowded, but it's not like going to you know, somewhere popular in, in European summer. The no. people that are crowding the markets and the crowding the malls are actually the people that live there. Yes. And so that's what I, I, I'm really fond of in Europe, and that's why I, sort of, I, I always refer back to this immersion into European culture. You are there doing what the Europeans do for Christmas. Yes, you're like a guest you know, right. as, as yeah. part of their, so, their family celebrations. Yeah, and so that is the authentic side of it that I, that I really enjoy. Which is really personal, but also, I mean, if they do get snow, if you have got kids going, of course, you've got tobogganing oh. and all that sort of stuff and skiing oh. and, and you've got sleigh rides and, you know, as you say, mulled wine and in front well, of lovely log fires. Well, I my parents took me there when I was a kid. I know, well, mine <laughs> didn't either, but I guess that my parents couldn't afford to back in those days, so I that's guess right. that's it the is, difference. It's so much more affordable. I mean, you, you can get over to Europe and do, you know, Know, a, um, a ten or a twelve day trip with uh, with the airfares that are out there at the moment. It's just unbelievable. You can do that for you know well under five thousand dollars. So it's, you know, it's great value. Yes, I know, yeah. And the thing is, like, some of the beautiful places in Switzerland, like you mentioned, like Grindelwald, even Lucerne, mm. you know, they're just, they're just gorgeous, gorgeous places. Basel and the train is right. As you said, I know I've done the train ride from Lucerne down through, you know, Milan and into Italy, and it's so spectacular. One of the, you know, most beautiful train journeys. So you can actually... Well, it is. It's actually rated in one of the top five train journeys in the world. Yeah, actually. yeah. So it's, um, Stunning. You know, it's, it's absolutely spectacular. So, you know, there's, if, if you are considering going over to, to Europe for, for Christmas, you've got, you've got lots 
lots of different options there. There's, there's um, things that you can do over Christmas. And, of course, Christmas is right next door to New Year, isn't it? It absolutely is. <laughs> and what <laughs> so a better lots... place to celebrate New Year's Eve. Oh, well, would you like to go and uh, do New Year in a, in a grand Venetian villa or, uh, or an Italian castle? Oh, you offering? <laughs> <laughs> no, it would be absolutely f- fabulous, I think. And as you say, it's something different and completely, as I said, the antithesis or opposite of how we celebrate Christmas here. Well, it is. I know that I get very depressed when it starts getting warm leading up to Christmas because I just think of our time in um, in Austria over Christmas where we were all rugged up and uh, and listening to the uh, the Austrian girls singing us Christmas carols in the uh, in the barn before we went to our Christmas Eve dinner. Wonderful memories for you to hang on to absolutely. and and. Hopefully it might inspire some of us out there that are normally warm weather followers to be cool weather followers and and enjoy a really special European Christmas. So, Stephen, thanks again for having you today. It's been fantastic to have you here to share your time with us and hopefully our listeners have had a, a great time listening in today. So thanks again. Thank you. One of my favourite parts of the week is the hot deals that you have, Sally. Well, we've got some great ones today, Dave. And seeing as we've all been watching with Wimbledon eyes probably this week, I thought we'd talk about the Australian Open because that's coming up not that far away when you think about it. And uh, Qantas Holidays have got a package. It's a land content package. You've got to come up with your own airfare, which is generally your rule of thumb these days because you get your cheap fares online, etc. So this is including two nights at the McCure Hotel in Melbourne in a standard room and you're getting um, Margaret Quarter in a Category 3-day ticket to the Australian Open on uh, January the 16th, Monday the January 16th, and into Rod Laver Arena, you're getting a three-night ticket as well. And so that's a package for $519 Mm -hmm. per person. So keep that in mind if you're interested in the Australian Open. Um, Well, it's cold. We don't all like the cold. We've been talking winter today and how you'd like to go on a winter festive, and I don't mind that. But a rainy, bleak, windy day I don't like. A, A white Christmas is something totally different. But Thailand, okay, somewhere warm. So we can get there for a holiday at the moment is quite a, a good deal. It's just going to book Phuket, sorry, Phuket, Phuket, eight nights in a superior room at the Sunset Beach Resort with full breakfast and transfers daily. You're getting a free Phuket introductory tour, getting free Wi-Fi at the hotel, and you're getting lots of uh, two free beers at the outdoor bar. <laughs> Airfares, under $1,000. Oh, wow. Right? Very good. Airfees, accommodation, yeah. all that. So that's just a leading price. And there's lots more other good Thailand packages right throughout Thailand on sale at the moment. So take advantage of that's those. That's a winter a escape, yeah. It is. It offer, these offers will end 31 July unless sold out prior. But there's about three pages of them, as yeah. you can see from yeah. looking, Dave. And Plenty. it's just about everywhere, like even to Bangkok, to Krabi, um, to Khao Lak. Phuket, as I've mentioned, to Koh Samui. So there's a whole range of really cheap packages. USA is on sale. This has come about because we've recently had the 4th of July, yeah. which is American big Independence Day. Big celebrations over there. They love it. Yeah. Big, big celebrations. Yeah. So there's USA on sale as well, where you can get some great packages at Anaheim, Los Angeles, Vegas, Frisco, New York, etc. And this is through Freestyle Holidays. Um, New York at the Hotel Metro, six nights, breakfast daily and return transfers, a couple of tours thrown in, a pizza tour, and that starts just over eight hundred dollars. Talk about a winter escape! It'll be hot there at the moment. It can yes. get very warm in it July. It can get very warm in July. <laughs> Up around 100 degrees oh, in some of the areas. It's all along that um, east coast. And also to go along with that, the Independence Day sale, Globus Tours and Cosmos have also got savings, but you've got to book with them before the 18th of July and you're getting $500 per couple off a Globus tour and $300 per couple off a Cosmos tour. 
Airfares, everyone's always interested in airfare deals, Dave, and there's a really, oh, an amazing amount of airfares. I've had to scribble them down because there was just too many for me to give you exact mm. prices because a lot came through this week. Singapore Airlines have got a companion fare sale going right through until next year. There are some blackout periods at a very reduced rate into Europe. So if you're wanting to take advantage of some cheap fares, two people must travel together, that's all, at all times. British Airways have also got fares into UK and Europe in all classes, premium economy, economy, business, everything. Air New Zealand, to uh, coincide with the USA promotion, have got premium economy and business class fares available into USA and into South America. Some of these are booked by 20 July or, you know, they've got cut-off dates, so you just need to check. And then also within Australia, we've got a, a broom on sale with Qantas. They've got a fare for just on $700, which is really cheap airfare to broom until the 29th of July, so long as you're booking some land arrangements of three nights or more with the Broom and Kimberley and Beyond Travel Organisation, and that starts your lead-in three-night package from 215 per person. So there's some fantastic airfares out there, and there's a wonderful 17-night fly, stay and cruise holiday to Alaska and the Rocky Mountains on May next year, from under four and a half thousand per person. Mm, wow, that's impressive. That yeah. is a really impressive tour. So keep that one in mind. That is with uh, Rocky Mountains tours, and you've got the cruise as well. Fantastic! I think it's fabulous. And May will be a lovely time yeah. next year to go to the Rockies. There's so much more out there. Too much for me to go through today. I've run out of time, but there's lots of great cruise packages at the moment with those fly cruises we mentioned last week throughout Asia and throughout the Pacific region with Norwegian Cruise Line as well. There's just so many of them out there at the moment. Moment. There's some really great deals to take advantage of in all areas. There is your hot deals, and you'll be back with us next Friday. <gasps> I will. We'll look forward to it. Thank you, Sally. Thank you, Dave. Sally Lucas with us, talking travel every Friday afternoon at 2 in URFM 103.7.